Okay. Okay, so hello guys. How are we doing today? So hope you're doing great. So uh, welcome to another episode of the Trinity Keeks podcast. This is your host, Keegan St. Martin, speaking to you live from Trinidad and Tobago. So guys, I just wanted to uh, welcome uh, my brother from another mother, Duran Wellington. Uh, welcome back. Welcome back, bro. Hey. How's everything going? Good. I'm glad to be back as always. You know, I'm here when I can be and um, I appreciate you having me. And these talks have been good. You know, I enjoy hearing things from a Christian perspective and um, I hope they also enjoy hearing my own perspective on things. And yeah. hopefully we each can help each other grow. Right. Yeah. Amen. Amen. I guess no we imperfect. Thank you, bro. And um, yeah, so I want to start with a prayer. Yep. Go ahead. Right. So, right. Father, Son, Holy Spirit, Amen. Well, I thank you for this day. Thank you for your mercy, guidance, and protection. Thank you for having me and Duran here today. What I ask, Lord, please uh, pour your Holy Spirit on us and all who will be listening to this podcast. Help us have this message to resonate with someone. Help us to do your will, not ours. And thank you for all of the wisdom, tools, and guidance for starting this podcast. And um, may actually continue to guide it, Lord, and keep us in keep us in check. Um, Lord, we thank you for this day. Bless, Lord, and also as well, Lord, regards to the COVID, Lord. Please have mercy on those who have died here in Toronto, Tobago, and the rest of the world. Please take their souls to heaven. Help especially those most in the line mercy. Help us to turn back to Lord Jesus, Lord, have mercy on our souls. Uh, help, please bring um, some comfort to our lives, Lord, in these times. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 <clears throat> All right. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I'll read from. So um, uh, yeah, basically, topic today I'll talk about is shame. Shame. Okay. And um, yeah, let me know your thoughts on that. I'll, I'll read the scripture from Psalm 116. So Psalm 116. All right, so I'll begin. So, hallelujah. I love, for Yahweh listens to my entreaty. He bends down to listen to me when I call. Death's cords were tightened around me. The nooses of Sheol. Distress and anguish gripped me. I invoke the name of Yahweh. Yahweh, rescue me. Yahweh is righteous and merciful. Our God is tender-hearted. Yahweh defends the simple. He saved me when I was brought to my knees. Return to your resting place, my soul. Yahweh has treated you kindly. He has rescued me from death, my ears from tears, my eyes from tears, and my feet from stumbling. I will walk in Yahweh's presence in the land of the living. I have faith even when I say I'm completely crushed. In my alarm, I declared, no man can be relied on. What return can I make to Yahweh for all his goodness to me? I will offer libations to my Savior, invoking the name of Yahweh. I will pay what I, what I vow to Yahweh. May his whole nation be present. The death of the devout caused Yahweh there. Yahweh, I'm your servant. 
your servant, son of a pious mother, you undo my fetters. I will offer you the thanksgiving sacrifice, invoking the name of Yahweh. I will walk in Yahweh's presence in the land of the living. I will pay what I vow to Yahweh. May his whole nation be present in the courts of the house of Yahweh. In your heart, Jerusalem. Yeah, so Psalm 116. Right, so basically, uh, yeah, so I want to talk about shame today, right? Because um, I want to get deep into it, but basically, I've been feeling some way, right? Basically, with regards to, <clears throat> how to put it? My relationship with the Lord, um, in terms of, you know, how it was, how it has been before and where it is now. And um, mm. I thought I was, you know, fighting, you know, stuff I was going through before and I thought I was like over it. And now I feel like I, I'm dealing with it again. And I'm just feeling to a point where like, how is it? You know, the enemy's trying to take, the enemy's taking o- mm. over your, your vulnerability, right? Trying to take advantage of yeah. that and just make me stop like doing, you know, God's work. And um, what I'm just trying to say here is just to do not run away from our problems. Do not run away from your problems, right? Because, you know, I was getting to a point here now where I'm just like, oh my gosh, I need to like, you know, stop like and stuff like that. You know, the podcast, et cetera. It's like, I just feel so like condemned, you know? And um, I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not like, um, I'm not running away. You know? Yeah. So it's uh, like basically you have to like I, I know we like I know in the world we, we get to this point where we have to be so like I said last time my relationship's right, perfect, right? And yeah. get to this point where it's like I have to be perfect for God to like for us to like glorify God, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think that's like really <laughs> dangerous. You know, it's kinda like we, you know, we're gonna wait like, hey, when I get perfect, when I deal with all this stuff I'll, I'll you know I'll glorify God but it's like you know it, it gets rough right because they're like oh my gosh you know you know I'm tired of this you know that kind of stuff and um I, I'm still here <laughs> yeah I'm not well, running away yeah I'd put it what this way right yeah I, I think if everybody you should know that God made us to be imperfect if you really think about it right like even from Adam and Eve right God took the rib and made Eve right he was not created from like she was created from a a bone in another person's body so you could say Mm -hmm. that she's also imperfect he's imperfect because he lost the bone right Mm -hmm. god didn't if god wanted us to be perfect right he we wouldn't be need to be on earth he would have already sorted out who goes to heaven who goes to hell because it would be done Mm -hmm. like you're gonna go here you're gonna go here god made the world this way like you have to think about it the world itself is a trial that God is putting each of us through, I would say, if I'm like looking as an outsider mm. in, it's like, it's yeah. a trial that God's putting us through. And he's like, you will stumble, you will fall. Why do you think he says that you can ask him for forgiveness? If God was like, no, if one mistake, it's over. There would, no, there would be no such thing as forgiveness. Jesus wouldn't have died on the cross for any of our sins. Yeah. So being imperfect is what God wants from us because it shows that, even through our imperfections, we could still recognize him. We could still praise him. We could still 
reach out to him and say, I am imperfect. I don't feel that I'm worthy, but I still want to praise you. I still want to be loved by you. I still want to glorify you. And I think that's what God loves the most is from his imperfect people to realize he's their salvation. He's the one that can guide them to the promised land. And God made you imperfect so that when you, when you meet him, you become perfect, right? God wants you to be imperfect so he can fill in or um, like make you whole again. Yeah, because, yeah. You know, so I think that's just God's, yeah. God's will and God's way. And yeah. like, that's why the earth is the way it is. That's why there are all these things. That's why there is such a thing called sin, you know? Yeah, for sure, for like, sure. You God know. expects, does not expect perfection. He yeah. expects you to acknowledge your imperfection, but still seek him out. So remember, amen. And I'll repeat here in um, the Psalm 116 verses, uh, verse three? right on verse three, that's called death's cords were tightening around me. The nooses of Sheol, distress and anguish grip me. I invoke the name of Yahweh. Right? Yahweh rescue me. Yahweh is righteous and merciful. Our God is tender hearted. Yahweh defense is simple. He saved me when I was brought to my knees. You know, so it's, it's like we can like, you know, again, the point is like, um, damn, you know, and the way I'm seeing on the added man is kind of like, you know, the Lord helping us as well, because it's like, you can't do this by yourself. And then, you know, when you kind of think like, hey, I got over this, you know, whatever you're dealing with, right? Yeah. And it's like, hey, I don't need God anymore. You know, but, but God's right there, right? It's just like a continuous, it's like a continuous process, man. You know, healing, purifying, and, yeah. you know, well, and, 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 and. Yeah, praising him to, and what I would say, Christians need to understand like following God and loving God, it's it's not a race, it's not a marathon, it's a lifestyle. What that means is this is either you're about it or you're not. It's not something where you think like there is no end goal. The end goal is probably I would say when you meet God. So as long as you are on earth, it's a lifestyle for you. So it's either you are about it or you're not. And it's very difficult. Like, uh, we've had these conversations. Being a Christian is probably one of the hardest things, if not the hardest thing in the world to, to do, right? Because you're, it's like you're a person that's living in a world that is catered to sin, and you can't enjoy any of it. But a majority of life is sin. And sin, you know, the things that we do, it's, it, it's, it's you know, like drinking alcohol, I would say, you know, like, sleeping around with people, these kind of things. It brings immense pleasure, but these are sins, right? Yeah. Um, so it's, you know, it's really, really difficult. It's like if you would say if you're on a, like I could even put it simpler. It's like somebody who has diabetes and you leave them in a candy store. Like, and their whole life, they can't leave. They're just stuck there and they cannot yeah. touch any of these things. Otherwise they could potentially die or, you know, suffer the consequences of that. So it's, you know, it's difficult, but I would say to anybody who feels like they're going through trials and tribulations, just understand that if you're a Christian, right, like pray to God, let him know. And through him, you will eventually conquer whatever it is you're going through. And carnally, I would say um, have faith in yourself. Believe, because I've had my own trials and tribulations like yeah. years ago. I woke up and one day was really epiphany for me. I don't know if it was really me, myself, or God speaking it into me, but I just woke up one day and said, I need to stop. And I, I just stopped what I was doing and mm -hmm, I, mm -hmm. I kept pushing and moving forward. And you were there to help me through that as well in your own way. And I, I feel like I was a better person for it. And because um, I was probably going down a path I didn't want to go down mm -hmm. or 
maybe I did, but it would it wouldn't it, in the long term would have been more detrimental than helpful to me. Yeah. So you know, you just have to realize like if something's not good for you, even if it's something that you really really are struggling with or trying to work on, pray on it as a Christian and carnally just seek advice from friends, family members, whoever mm -hmm. is there to help you people you trust in people who you know give good advice or at least will tell you the truth and then try and make the changes that you feel like you need to make but for what you said running away is never a solution and i do yeah. agree with that oh, yeah, one yeah. thing nope. yeah one thing is one thing that i've always said every action has consequences and you have to learn to live with those yeah everything if you sleep around and somebody gets pregnant i believe both people should live with that whether you intended to have this life brought into the world or not, you made the decisions that led to these consequences and a life should not, and somebody who has no say should not suffer from your bad decisions or anything like that. Same thing with if you rob somebody, if you murder somebody, if you do any of these things, you have to live with it. Circumstances, nuance, all of that matters, but at the end, end of the day, you have to live with these consequences. Like yeah. it's tough. It's it's real. And I, I'm not gonna say it's easy. I'm not saying I I would live with every consequence, but I do try my best that before I even make certain decisions, I understand what the ramifications are and if I'm okay with that. If I truly understand what's gonna happen from here. And I've made my share of mistakes and I, mm -hmm. I've had some consequences almost happen and they didn't happen. And I, I'm very grateful for that. So I'm able to like yeah. do what I'm yeah. doing right now. But People just yeah. need to understand that. And then because once you understand the consequences and you're willing to accept them, we make either better decisions or at least we're living our lives as true as possible. So yeah. Yeah. No, amen, amen. And um, yeah, amen. And like I say, kind of like we have this, you know, we try to I guess we yeah, we just need to be like like you said, amen. Like I said, we all have our trials, tribulations, and you know, like to definitely you know, ask God to help us through it. But at the same time you know it's not going to be like you said like it's not going to be like hey um you know one trial's done you know okay um i'm ready now right no it's always going to be trials you know it's always going to think of pushing away from that you know like so yeah. just got to hold tight hold to god and and like yeah like you were saying you definitely have a support mechanism you know like god will guide provide you know um for example you know you in my life right so we all have our support during different times and stuff like that yeah. and um yeah, we just have to reach, you know, reach out to each other. Of course, you know, those we trust in, ask God to guide us to, to you know, people that, you know, can help to what we're going through. And mm -hmm. um, yeah, and, and that's, you know, waiting for this time to, you know, because like we said, we're imperfect. We were suffering what your stuff. And um, we just continue to be aligned with God, you know. Um, yeah. But, uh, what would you say? Yeah. What would you say, um, like outside looking in with, with the church, right? Mm -hmm. um, in terms of like the church as an institution, what do you think is like <sighs> problem with like? Uh, well, I, 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 so I can't speak too much church. about the church outside like, looking in. the world, yeah. Oh yeah, no, but I, I'll speak to like my. I'll speak to. It, it might be better for me to speak to why I did don't go to church anymore, right? Okay. I, I did go to church because. Maybe that's a better way, or at yeah. least, you know, people get a better insight. So, I, and 
this time I was living in Jamaica and like what I'm going to say, I, do, I can't speak to if this is indicative of every church. Right, yeah, but, your opinion. Mm-hmm. but yeah, in, in my opinion as well. But I've also seen outside of my church as well. But I used to go to church, um, Sunday school, you know, Sunday school, you, they read the Bible, all of that. But after Sunday school was over, because I, I aged out, because, you know, there's an age limit for Sunday school. Yeah. And then you have to be in the main church. So I was in the main church and um, me and my parents used to go there. My parents didn't go as much. And then I predominantly was the person that would go to church. And it was just for me, I, after a while, just going through church, I, I saw like, for me, church is just a place where we're all supposed to congregate to talk about God. And I felt like at mine, we weren't getting that. I felt like it was mostly a place where people were just trying to get donations. Like I remember one of the, I remember for me, I think one of the most big impacting for me was when I was like, and I think that might've been what led me to stop going to church was when something happened. I think they were asking for donations. And I remember the people who were collecting donations. I've never seen these people move this fast to collect money. And at that point I was like, I'm over this. I, I'm not here to give you guys money like that. Why are you guys moving so fast for this? Why? Like it just, for me, it just felt really off. Really like this was, I was like, this is not what church is about. And I just, also, I wasn't interested anymore. Like, I was always in the back row, whatever they were saying. I wasn't paying attention. It, it felt like they weren't really trying to speak about God to us, but they were just speaking. It's not like if you're at a lecture and you're just like, why am I here? I want to go home type of thing. Mm-hmm. So that's how church became to me from and, and why I don't go anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, I still, like I told you, I believe in God. I, I, I say my prayers and things like that. I'm just not like a Christian Christian or anything like that. I'm not, I understand my limitations and I understand. And like I said, maybe one day it will all change. But um, as of now, no, but I believe in God. I'll, 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 anybody asks me, I'll always tell them that I don't run away from that. Yeah. Um, but from my outsider looking in, I would say the one thing that I, I, I would say about the church as that I don't go anymore is I feel like the church was very weak in its stance against the outside world. What I mean by that is like, the church is supposed to be a beacon of God, of righteousness, of his word. It, what, it, what that means to me is that uh, you're supposed to stand against all evil that's coming to you. You're not supposed to capitulate. You're not supposed to negotiate. You're not supposed to say, hey, we'll make concessions here um, if you give us this. You're supposed to say no. So like when the church started getting involved in like, you know, gay marriage and things like that, the church's stance should have always been in God's eyes, man, woman. You're free to get married at the state level because, like, you know, you have judges that can marry. You do not need to come to the church. The church will not endorse that. We will not indoctrinate that. We, that we are not a part of that. The church is the church. You can still get married other ways. It will not be allowed. But, like, but uh-huh. as anything goes, the church, quote, unquote, like people, and, and we all need to be honest about this, but the church is sort of like a business. And what I mean by that, that is the congregation, the building, they have to be paid for, right? It's not free. Money is not falling out of the sky. So I can understand why donations are necessary. And like I said, if everybody's congregating to like, it's getting Christians and non-Christians, I guess, to like help them find God is to come together to congregate, to praise God. You don't need the church, in my opinion, to praise God, but the church is a place where like-minded individuals can go to praise God. It's like more people, you can make connections. You can find people who share the same faith as you and connect and grow stronger in that. So I understand what the church is for, but like, like since the church is treated like a business, they, they, they fall to the, they fall to the tactics of any business, bad publicity, bad press, 
all these things. But in my opinion, even though the church is a business, the church has something that, or they're supposed to have something that regular, like a Walmart doesn't have, God, right? So even if you guys, even if the church was slandered, like, why are you so homophobic? Why are you yada, yada? Through God, they would have been able to pass through the storm. But like I said, do you, like believing in God is not the same thing as having faith in God, right? And I, I believe in God, right? And I have faith in God in, 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 in a lot of things. But like, obviously, I don't have enough faith in myself or like in God in the way to like become a Christian Christian because I, I don't yeah. feel like that way right now. But like the people who are saying, I am a Christian, I go to church, I believe in God, that's cool. But like, do you have faith? Like, and what I mean by that is like, if you, if, if you're broke and destitute, do you have faith that God will see you through this? If you're being slandered in the media, if your, if your life is going down, is going down a path that you cannot seem to control, do you have faith that God will see you through or will you capitulate? Like if somebody comes up to you and says, Hey, God is not real what will you do and if you say god is not real you get to eat today if you don't you get to starve will you have enough faith to say hey i'll take that starvation and like let's say it's a week now or like however long before you know you're about to die would you still keep doing that the next day they come back to you is god real would you would you want to eat or do you have faith do you have faith that god will provide you with something do you have faith that god will turn it around and everybody must understand, God doesn't work instantaneously, right? Because if you think about it, how long did it take God to create earth, right? So some people will have faith, but their, their faith has a time clock on it. And, and, and then to me, that's not real faith. That's, that's not the same thing. You have to have faith that six days in, seven days in, a month in, a week in, however long, could be years that God will provide. And I feel like the church did not have faith that God would see them through this. And that's why they capitulate. That's why you have things like the Pope is saying certain things now. And that's why you have the church. That's why you have people straying away from Christianity. That's why you even have Christians who say they're Christians will, will be so invested in politics, will be so invested in the carnal of the world and not God, right? Who, who, will, who will use God as a vehicle to drive their political agenda? Whether you agree or not, left, right, whatever party, God is not supposed to be used to sway people's opinion. God is God. He's supposed to be of righteousness. You're not supposed to use him for your own carnal desires. And I feel like that's where it's going now as a church, that the church is mostly just, just there. They're just a place where people can go to feel like they're doing something. It's, for me, the church is like a place where people are like, oh, if I go there, I, I'm one. I'm, I'm doing church is a place where people can say I'm doing better than that guy. So he's probably going to go to hell. I'll go to heaven because God is going to judge us on. Oh, you at least showed up to church. He didn't. What, 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 like, like they think that the difference between heaven and hell is who goes to church more when I'm like, that person may never step foot in church. Right. But they could have so much faith in God. You don't know them while you're <laughs> judging them. They're like, I don't go to church because I have my own reasons. I, and or they could be like, I don't go to church because I have my own church at home. I want to have a little family meeting. I want to have my own mini church. I don't want to go to a big church. Therefore, you've already lost. When you think that you're better than somebody because you're doing something that they're doing, you've already lost because you don't know what they're doing. You are, you're, you're thinking that you're better than them, 
because of what you're seeing that person not do or do. When in every, like I said, everybody has their own trials and tribulations. That's why I told you, even when I go to the gym, as an example, people will be super buff. But you got to understand, you don't know how they got that. You don't know the sacrifice. You don't know where. Mm-hmm. And everybody's built different, do different things. So, you know, but the church is, can the church be reformed? Sure. But as the church stands to me, it's a place where people just go to feel good about themselves, to be like, I'm at least going to church. I feel one step. I, I'm doing better than everybody else who's not going. My, my, I'm, a, I'm above them. Like they believe like there's like a quota, the, like there's like a list of like a thousand people who can get into heaven. And then they're like, well, I should be in that list because, you know, I'm doing better than the other thousand. And you're like, that's how, that's what you believe. And I'm like, if God was only judging us on basic on going to church, everybody would be going to heaven then. Because I went to church. Everybody goes to Sunday school when they're little, right? Like mo- in most family homes, right? You're going to go to Sunday school, Sunday service, all these things. So everybody's going to heaven. That's not it. And like I said, being a Christian thing, it's a lifestyle. This is not like a race. It's not a battle. It's not anything like that. It's not, there's not a quota with God. God is not grading you on a quota. He's not, oh, you went to church 90 times. I guess you passed. God is like, you go to church, cool. What else have you been doing? Have you been listening to me? Have you been following the faith? Are you in the world too much carnally? Are you listening? Are you learning? Are you teaching people about me? Are you accepting people even if you don't agree? What 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 are you doing? Are you partying? Are you go, you know, yeah. there's multiple things that God is judging us for. And it's not a simple thing as I'm gonna go party, ask God for forgiveness. That's a cop out. Sure, everybody makes mistakes, but when you intentionally make something, just say, oh, God, I'll just ask him to forgive me later. I'm going to keep doing it. Then to God, and to any reasonable person, it's like, you're going to fail because you're not doing it with good intentions. Like, obviously, like you, you're going through your own trials, right? Obviously, you're trying to fight whatever you're trying to fight. And so any mistakes you make from that and you're asking for forgiveness, God would forgive because you're not intentionally doing these things and then saying, I'm just going to do it and keep asking for forgiveness later. You're literally saying, I'm trying not to do this thing. But if I do make a mistake, I know that in my heart and in my mind, God would forgive me because it's not something I'm trying to do. It's, a, it's hard. Like it's, it's really, it's like AA, right? It's like an alcoholic. An alcoholic, I don't expect, or even a cigarette smoker to go cold turkey for the rest of their life. No, there will be slip-ups. There will be mistakes. There will be things. Yeah. But as long as you're not trying to do them intentionally with the hopes of like just asking for God for forgiveness, I believe you'll be okay. But like I said, I'm not like a Christian scholar or, yeah. scholar no, or anything like no, that. No, no. But just as an outsider looking in from how I perceive the church as of today, the church is not is the church is not is not doing a good job of increasing people's faith, not believing in God, but their faith in God. The church is just a vehicle that just says hey god's we talk about god come over here yeah. it's not like we, we 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 try to strengthen your faith in god we try to teach you how to speak to god or like how to connect with god how to like glorify him it's more like hey we're gonna read some bible verses have a nice day see you next week uh make sure you ask god for forgiveness bye oh and donate please see you later have a nice day that's just what it seems like to me but anything can turn around there, there's time in anything you know yeah, yeah, yeah. no no amen amen yeah so uh i'm pretty so but yeah that's a sample like yeah good stuff bro um 
Mm-hmm. Love to hear mm-hmm. your views on this. Um, yeah, so so true. But like I said too, like I said, don't um someone who's listening, um, you know, like you said, strike not fate, right? But also I said, you know, all us trials we're going through as well. Do not um do, do, don't run away from it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, or you know, don't run away from the, the trials and definitely don't run away from God. You know, thank him for you know for life and you know, you still have a chance to be saved, right? <laughs> What's going on here? And um, as you're saying, yeah, the right, the righteously, you know, not trying to, you know, intentionally do the sin, but um, you know, trying trying to really turn away from it. But you know, call on people. You know, ask God, of course, and ask the guide you to call on. You know, who you can talk to or help you through your times of trials. And um, you know, do not just, um, you know, don't run away from it. <laughs> you know, don't want to. You know, like, for example, like if you. I don't know, let's say, for example, you know, you go to work and there's somebody that you totally hate at, at your job, for example. You know, um, if you leave that job, right, you know, because that person, whatever, right, and then you go to another job, you can have somebody that's even worse than that person, right? You know? Yeah. So, so it's like, what are you really asking for, right? It's like, are you asking God, like, hey, get this person away from my job or give me another job? Or it's like, oh, oh, oh what, what really should we a- really be asking, right? You know? Like, yeah. help me to... So instead of saying like, "Hey God, give me a new job because this person or get this person out of my other job," hey God, mm-hmm. help me to deal with these trials. You know, yeah. help me to deal with trials when they come at me, and not to run away, even though I'm, you know, I may, it may feel like you know insignificant or whatever, you know, or you feel condemned. Yeah. Also, one thing that people never understand is what if God brought you to help that person that you hate or that you perceive to hate? What if God put you in that position? Because he wanted you to be the one to save that person from whatever they were going through. <laughs> God works in mysterious ways, right? It's not always black and white. God can bring people who aren't, who would never, who should never, like outside looking in, who should never like work or who should be enemies. And because he's like, the goodness in your heart is what will allow you, to, is what will allow him to come to Christ by connect. I'm connecting somebody with you that I, I need you to help come to, to me. And the only way is you're the only person that can do this job, right? I, I've tried other Christians or I've tried other people, but I, I'm choosing you now to step up to the plate. And like I said, if you run, things like that, you don't know. Like, that's an example. Oh, I understand. So you say like connect two people that will not connect in their own, you know, their own yeah. um, way, but it's like using a situation to connect them, right? Yeah, like, like you're now job. at work. So you're yeah. like, I'm saying like, but you would know that if that's God, right? Like God could be like, no, save him. Or no, God could be like, okay, find another job. But sometimes what we perceive to be a negative, it, it, it could be a situation to turn something positive. And like, I've had that experience in my life. Mm. Uh, when I used to work at Target, there was somebody that um, that was not liked by a lot of people. And I always remember this. This One of my uh, workers told me, don't judge somebody based on what you heard from other people. And like I took, I, I've taken that with me, and that was like in 2014 mm. or 13. I've taken that with me for like the last mm. seven, eight years. Amen. And once, once I followed that doctrine, that same person that I thought was mean, bad, and like based on other people's judgment, we actually got along well. They listened to me more than anybody. They never gave me mm. any more attitude, okay. and we had good conversations. They laughed with me, and they weren't really someone that would laugh with a lot of people. And it was a good interaction. And ever since then, I was like you know and people need to understand sometimes the reason why that person's that way is because everybody has already judged them so they're like if everybody thinks i'm miserable mm-hmm. why not be miserable 
So if you're coming from a different place, right? You, yeah. You'll learn. You'll, and you'll look at that person differently. You'll interact with them and be like, wow, you're not, why are you not mean to me? Everybody's mm-hmm. been mean to me. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. That way you can start bringing them closer and then they could start being less mean to people. Like, okay, when new people come in, I'm going to be nicer because this person was nice to me mm-hmm. when he was here or she was here. So the next new person, I'm going to give them a chance. I'm not going to just be mean to them. I'm going to open up and be a little bit nicer because maybe that was what was missing. Like that person gave me a chance, so I'm going to give other people a chance, you know? So it's yeah, yeah, like that's a good that, one. It's a good one. It's a good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Amen. So, yep. So we'll kind of wrap up here. But amen. Excellent point. But um, yeah. So sometimes the situations we're dealing with, like, you know, I'm dealing with and stuff like that. You said you deal with, you go obviously teach us a lesson, right? But it's also as well, like you're saying, that situation we went through can be used as a vehicle, right? To help somebody, right? You know? And, um, you know? Yeah like something somebody going through right now and we're like oh my god you know and also as well like you're saying <laughs> we're gonna have people in our lives too like i said the one that you know you run away from or everyone says get away from them. that person is you know you they help you help them you know yeah you're right but yeah it's true it's true like i said god could connect us in anything um situations people has its purpose it doesn't make sense but yeah we should be asking god like what you know what is going on what lessons are we teaching us right you know mm-hmm. in our problems and stuff and you know why he's still, why is he still calling on us, you know? And, and, and you know, you thank him and stuff, but why is he still calling on us despite of our failures, you know? So, yeah, guys, so I just want to say encouragement, you know, to all who are going through a suffering, whatever, insecurities, pain, um, you just come to God and, and, and ask him, you know, what, you know, ask him to deal with the problems and trials in our lives and thank him as well for it and, you know, ask him for the situations, you know, how, how to learn from it, how to grow, what to do next time, you know, and yeah yep and, yep and unite you know like you said yep yeah so, uh, out yeah. of church yeah yep. yeah so that's, yeah the world's a funny place but um yeah. hopefully times get better it gets easier on people i know there's people suffering and going through their own thing mm-hmm. like i always say if you're christian pray to god about it if um you're in the carnal seek those who you trust yeah, well, like, yeah like you said that yep and go to some people as well so yeah but pray to god first and yeah. let him guide you as to you know where to go yeah, yeah but so, any last thoughts um uh last thoughts i'll just say uh thank you first of all for um allowing me on your own platform to speak even though i don't believe i'm a great speaker <laughs> in any terms or i really add any real value to anybody's yeah, life yeah. in terms yeah, of like, like what i'm right. saying you're Moses. Yeah, remember God is Moses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not like the Christian uh speaker or anything like that. But I want to tell your listeners um that uh I hope that more of you join uh Keegan on his journey in his podcast. I hope more of you start downloading things. I hope more of you realize that um Keegan is on his way to Christ. He's not, he will tell you himself, he's not like the best Christian or the greatest Christian, okay. but um he's on a journey. To Christ and uh if you guys are also on the journey why not join him listen to what he's saying the words he's speaking and always like he says connect to God and um those who are in the carnal uh if you also would like an insight on Christianity and to see that it's not all about the negativity or not all about persecuting you for your own lifestyle choices he'll be a good voice for that uh and if you need any discernment in scripture based on his podcast and my listening of it He's really able to connect that carnally. So those of you who don't understand scripture, he's a good person to like listen to on that. And uh, guys, just keep 
uh, doing what you're doing in your life. Uh, Christians, keep having the faith. Carnal people, those who are trying to get closer to God, those who are trying to understand God, and those who are not, uh, all are welcome on Keegan's podcast. I'm pretty sure he's not here to judge you. He's just here to preach the word of God and hope it uh, resonates with some of you. And if it doesn't yeah. resonate with you, that's okay as well. Uh, but yeah, keep coming here, keep listening, keep soaking up this information. And I hope that, you know, more Christians strengthen their faith in God. And I hope he's able to change some of you from carnal to Christians as well. And um, anything is powerful, anything is able to do through Christ. So, you know, we'll keep in here. And um, yeah, thanks again, dude, for always having me on here when, when oh. I'm available and when you can. Oh, yeah. And uh, yeah, sure. we'll talk when we can talk. Bro, oh, yeah. As yeah. Always. Thanks, bro. Yeah, much yeah, pleasure. So um, just want to close in, pr- in our prayer. So, so Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for this day. We thank you for all of these um, these messages here, Lord. Hope this resonates with someone. Thank you for having Duran here again. Please pray, Holy Spirit, Lord, help us to get this message across to, to you know, believers, non-believers, everyone. Lord, help us to just you know, be convicted and to, you know, to in all different ways, in all different, different um, parts, and you know, levels that we, you know, in our relationship with you, help us to just be vessels lord and we thank you for this day and help us lord you you know to not just be you know in our own you know lit lane but to come to you lord and and just to unite as a church body of christ and to help each other in our times of suffering and to not be shamed and 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 know that you know you still love us and you know you you know you know you're still here for us lord and and to just have a proper a better balance you know of mercy and grace as, as a church um, so Lord, we thank you for this day, Lord, and and thank you, Lord, for bless Duran and bless everyone um, on this podcast. I uh, thank you, Lord Jesus, Lord. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Amen. Yep. So that's it, guys. Um, next podcast um, I'll do on Saturday. And um, yeah, thanks again, bro. We'll have you some other time when you're free. So God bless. So everyone, that's it from me. And uh, talk to you on Saturday, please, God. Any prayer requests, advice? Um, I'll probably request suggestions, ideas, sorry. Um, send to email address, keeks14 at yahoo.co.uk. Keeks14 at yahoo.co.uk. Yeah, talk to you then. And glory to God. Bye for now.